folks. Today I'm going to read a little bit from this book called Mind in Tibetan Buddhism by Lati Rinpoche and Elizabeth Knapper. She translated it, I think. Okay, this is chapter this chapter is on called Consciousness. The title of Geshe Jambel Sampel's text is Presentation of Awareness and Knowledge, Composite of All the Important Points, Opener of the Eye of New Intelligence. Small children are at first unable to distinguish good and bad, what will help or harm. Then becoming able to think, they come to understand these roughly. Such an understanding is called awareness or knowing. They then learn to distinguish more and more subtly what will help or harm, what should be undertaken and what avoided, and this too is awareness. Thus, it is necessary to understand well the presentation of awareness and knowledge. It is an ex- it is an explanation of what accords and does not accord with the fact, what is and is not valid. In general, in a great many topics are set forth in such a presentation. But here we are dealing with the important ones. This explanation is a composite of all the important points. It is called opener of the eye of new intelligence because it causes us to open the eye of wisdom in our own continuum to attain the wisdom that understands well, the awareness that correctly distinguishes good and bad. If one has good eyes, one can understand where it is and is not suitable to go. Similarly, wisdom or awareness is able to distinguish good and bad. It is called new intelligence because the past we have not identified it well. It is called new intelligence because in the past we have not identified it well. Okay, I see. Okay. I I don't know how to say this correctly, but I'm just trying to pronounce it the way it's spelled. Geshe Jambel Sampel's text begins with an expression of worship. Having bowed down to the glorious Losang Drakpa, Emanation of Manju Gosha, Treasury of Wisdom, I extend this presentation of awareness and knowledge, composite of all the important points, in order to increase the clarity of knowledge of those with low intelligence. Manju Gosha appeared in the form of Losang Drakpa, or Songkapa, in order that the teaching might benefit many people. He spread widely Buddha Shakyamuni's teaching and rectified it. Therefore, the author begins his his text with an obeisance to Tsongkhapa. Buddhas and Bodhisattvas have perfect wisdom. Manjugosha, appearing in the form of a deity, embodies the composite of the wisdom of all the Buddhas and thus is called a treasury of wisdom. Moreover, Manjugosha can, when pleased, bestow perfect wisdom on others with a mere glance of his eye, and for this reason also he is a treasury of wisdom. He is called Manju, gentle, agreeable, soft, because he is free from the harshness of afflictive and non-afflictive obstructions. He is called Gosha, speech, sound, melody because he is the lord of speech and because his speech possesses the 60 qualities of vocalization. He is called Sri Manjushri, glorious, because he has the glory of the completion of the two collections, merit and wisdom. He appeared in the form of a human, as Losang Drakpa, by the power of great compassion and aspirational prayers, that is, by his own power, not by that of, contam- 
of contaminated actions and afflictions as in ordinary birth. Here the author is making the three types of homage through body, speech, and mind. Physical homage means to raise with a pure mind even one finger or, or bow the head in respect. A verbal homage is any praise spoken with a pure mind. Mental homage is a pure mind of respect itself. The author, having paid homage with body, speech, and mind, says that he will compose this presentation of awareness and knowledge, which is a composite of all the important points. This presentation of awareness and knowledge has three parts, definitions, divisions, and the meaning of each division. Definitions. The definition of, of an awareness is a knower. One minute. <clears throat> All right, definitions. The definition of an awareness is a knower. The definition of a consciousness is that which is clear and knowing. Hmm. All right, let's see if we can get through this part. All four schools of tenets Vaibhashika, Sautrantika, Chittamatra, and Madhyamika use these same definitions. However, there are those who, based on Dharmakirti's commentary on Dignaga's Compendium on Prime Cognition and Ornament for the Middle Way posit as the definition of a consciousness non-matter which is clear. This definition is incorrect because non-matter which is clear is a negative, whereas consciousness is a positive phenomenon. Thus, when non-matter which is clear appears to the mind, an aspect which is a negative has to appear. But when consciousness appears to the mind, a positive aspect has to appear. This would entail the fault that an awareness which knows how to associate the name consciousness and the meaning non-matter which is clear would be realizing both a positive and a negative phenomenon and would mean that positive and negative phenomena are not mutually exclusive, which in fact they are. In some presentations of awareness and knowledge, another objection is raised against those who posit non-matter which is clear as the definition of consciousness. The objectors say that whatever is non-matter, which is clear, is not necessarily a consciousness, as is the case, for example, with emptiness. Their referent for saying that emptiness is clear is a passage in the root text of Dharmakirti's commentary, Compendium on Prime Cognition, which says that, The nature of the mind is clear light, with the word clear meaning in that context emptiness. However, this point is not convincing since the clear of non-matter which is clear and of clear light are not the same. The term clear in the form refers the, the term clear in the former refers to the objects appearing to or illuminating the mind. That of the latter refers to the mind as having a nature without defilement. Man, these guys are these guys are like <laughs> talking about Like, these guys are talking about, like, 
from when God said, let there be light. They're talking about, these guys are basically talking about what light means. <laughs> these guys are going right to it, man, right to the roots. Okay. Another specious objection that is raised to non-matter, which is clear as the definition of consciousness, is that according to the Mahayana, a Buddha's physical body and sense powers are not matter and are clear and thus would have to be consciousness. These guys are basically talking about the whole where is the line between matter and emptiness basically where is that line I think that's what they're trying to okay however the reason for saying that a Buddha's body and sense powers are clear is that their nature is without defilement without the obstructiveness of flesh bones and so forth and in that sense have a nature of clear light as before, this meaning of clear and its meaning in the, define, in the definition of consciousness are quite different and thus the objection is not convincing. Although neither of the latter two objections is, is considered to refute this as the definition of consciousness, the first, that of the mixing of positive and negative phenomena, does and thus in our system it is incorrect to posit non-matter which is clear as the definition of a consciousness. Instead, the correct definition is that which is clear and knowing. Boom. It's like you have to know that you are the light and that because of that you can see. I think. Nevertheless, there are varying interpretations of its meaning. Some say that clear refers to the object's appearing clearly from its own side to the appearance factor of the mind, and knowing refers to the subject, the awareness, apprehending or knowing the object. Yeah, your, your Plato's cave is the whole thing. That's that's the mind and I think this is how it works it's it's I think we're just Russian dolls when we have babies it's just that's what we are doing is we're we're continuing this it's like we're making copies of ourselves so that we can experience this whole thing from as many different perspectives as possible. I think, at least. Okay. Nevertheless, there are varying interpre interpretations of his meaning. Some say that clear refers to the objects appearing clearly from its own side. Okay, we're right. There are, there are others who say that clear and knowing both refer to the subjects perceiving the object, and thus the definition means that which illuminates and knows. It's, it's, it's the, a coin has two, it's the same thing <laughs> it, from two, two sides. It's the same coin. With the two two faces, it's it's this reality. I th that's why I think for me the best way to look at it is our reality is let's say the fish inside the aquarium. That's how we are looking out at reality, versus let's say the reality from our higher self, who is outside the aquarium looking at us through the glass, through the water, and you could say we're trying to say something from the outside, 
But by the time it gets to you on the inside as a fish, you hear complete something completely different. And and then there's your perspectives, there's your lenses, the the veils. It's it's like trying to explain to a fish what air is with speaking to it in the in in English. <laughs> like what? Okay. It is not sufficient to posit as the definition of a consciousness merely that which is clear. For there are many things which are clear without being consciousness, such as the sense, powers, glass, the moon, and the sun. All schools of tenets identify the sense powers as clearly as clear form to which the object appears, and the Vaibhashikas say further that the sense powers see their objects. However, something cannot be a consciousness merely due to the objects appearing it, appearing to it. There must also be a knowing of that object. And thus, the definition of consciousness is specified as that which is clear and knowing thereby eliminating the sense powers. Man, this is like the fucking... This is like... You could say the Tibetan Buddhists, or just Buddhism in general, this is like their... Olympics, man. Mind, mind debates. It's crazy, man. I mean, although, wouldn't you rather debate and argue over shit like this than, like, play out the differences actually going full potato and, uh, you know, on the other side, it's like you're actually going and playing it out and then learning and then making movies about it and it's like... I mean, both ways work. Either either way works, I guess. I mean, we made it so far. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, according to the Sautrantika system, Sautrantika system whatever is known by a consciousness does not necessarily have to appear to it as in the case of implicit realization and thus one could not posit as the definition of a consciousness that to which an object appears okay let me read that again according to whatever is known by a consciousness does not necessarily have to appear to it as in the case of implicit realization, and thus one could not posit as the definition of a consciousness that to which an object appears, or that to which an object reflects. For example, the exalted wisdom of meditative equipoise. Equipoise? Equipoise? which <laughs> is in one-pointed concentration on the selflessness of the person uh, knows the selflessness of the person, but that selflessness does not appear to it. This is because the selflessness of the person is permanent and... Only an appearing object of a thought consciousness, whereas the wisdom of meditative equipoise, which is one, which is in one pointed concentration on the selflessness of the person, is a direct perceiver. Right, so this is, let's say, let me dumb it down so I can understand it. This is like the question when I ask, um, or well, today actually, actually today, while I was 
going to pick up some in and out <laughs> for dinner. So while I was in the fucking uh, drive-through, waiting in line, like I, I I tried to think about it. Like when it if you strip away all the different masks, all the different layers, to to the point where you can just stand there naked and not feel ashamed anymore about anything could you just stand there in front of the whole world butt ass naked and be completely calm completely <clears throat> just comfortable in your own fucking skin and it's like <clears throat> I mean I I honestly don't this is what I'm saying it's like I don't know where the layers stop I don't know how deep the layers go it's like <clears throat> the moment you become aware of something, you know, then that opens up <laughs> a lot more things you, that could help you become aware to even more things. It's like, so it's, it's like, I think this is the, the whole thing where who draws the line? Who's the candle? And who's the flame? And who lights the flame? Okay, for example, the exalted wisdom of meditative ekupua. Okay, I read all this shit. In, in sa, satrantika, appearing object of direct perception and impermanent thing are syn synonymous in appearing object of thought and permanent phenomenon are synonymous and thus a permanent phenomenon such as the selflessness of the person cannot appear to a direct perceiver such as the wisdom of meditative equipoise although it can be known by it. Equipoise? Equipoise? That wisdom explicitly knows the aggregates which are devoid of a self of persons and through the force of that knowledge implicitly knows the selflessness of the person. The three, awareness, knower, and consciousness, are synonymous. Exactly. This is what I'm saying. This is like the trinity. The, the fucking, you're the audience. Then you have the, the actors on the stage. And then you have the, the, the writers or the authors who wrote the fucking play. It's, it's, it's the whole process, man. It's lights, cameras, action awareness knower consciousness this is the trinity okay now divisions there are three divisions of awareness and knowledge into seven three and two the division into seven consists of direct perception inference subsequent cognition Correct assumption, appearance without ascertainment, doubt, and wrong consciousness. Okay. Alright, let me see where we're at. We are at 24. Okay, we got time. Chapter 2 is direct perceivers. This is a long ass chapter.
Yep, that's a very long chapter. Alright, let's see. And then basically all these different chapters are like different types of ways people think, I think. Or different lenses of looking at of studying the mind this is basically your mind okay let's see division of awareness and knowledge into three yeah this one's short okay let me do this one too Division of awareness and knowledge into three. The division of awareness and knowledge into three consists of conceptual consciousness that take a meaning generality as their apprehended object. Number two, non-conceptual, non-mistaken consciousness that take a specifically characterized phenomenon as their apprehended object. Number three, non-conceptual mistaken consciousness that take a clearly appearing non-existent as their apprehended object. Man, this is like breaking down all the different ways people, all the different ways the mind can work. Okay, conceptual consciousness that takes a meaning generality as its apprehended object and conceptual consciousness are synonymous. If conceptual consciousness are divided, there are two, those which accord with the fact and those discordant with the fact. This is like what uh, <laughs> is going on in America with the ultra-lefties who have gone completely If conceptual consciousness are divided, there are two, those which accord with the fact, usually these tend to be the Republicans, and those discordant with the fact, like AOC who says, what do we need facts for, we can, what do you, what, what do you feel about this, <laughs> like... It's the feminine versus the masculine. It's mom and dad fighting. It's the same fucking story, man. We make the general statement that with regard to anything that exists, the conceptual consciousness of apprehending it is necessarily one which accords with the fact. In contrast to this, thought consciousness which do not accord with the fact are those apprehending non-existent phenomena such as the horns of a rabbit, the permanence of sound, a self of persons, etc. They are wrong consciousness. Non-conceptual, non-mistaken consciousness that takes a specifically characterized phenomenon as its apprehended object and direct perceiver are synonymous. The same fourfold division that is made for direct perceivers, sense, mental, self-knowing, and yogic, can be made for non-conceptual, non-mistaken consciousness that take a specifically characterized phenomenon as their apprehended object. Non-conceptual mistaken consciousness that takes a clearly appearing non-existent as its apprehended object and non-conceptual wrong consciousness are synonymous. Okay, just from reading this book, okay, like, just the way they... Um, just the way they write, um, if I can assume right here and make a, a complete ass of myself, but just saying, um, 
it kind of gives you a glimpse of how their minds work up there, you know? It's like, this kind of sounds like coding, you know? They're just using language, words, but they're always in a specific order, and after, and it's like in their head, language is just a sequence more, I, I think that's why the Eastern stuff, you know, it goes from right to left, the old stuff, right to left. It's, it's, uh, it's like coding, literally, like in the Matrix, the code's fucking going up and down. It's like, that's sometimes... That's why I try to think about it. It's like, for me, language is just I mean, okay, alphabets are very numerical. I mean, numbers and alphabets have to go hand in hand almost. Because it's like one, two, three, four, five. You count it out on your hand with your fingers. You're like, okay, we, I can count to five. But then five of what? So then you point to whatever. Okay, so five of those apples. You know, so it's like, I don't know. I This, this is what I'm saying. We still don't know how the fuck we came up with language. Like... Yeah, we still don't understand how that happened. But I do think it's it's a mix of... It has to be a mix of everything. Like, of sound, sight. It's, it's it, You have to be able to see an image and and make a sound... Okay, give that image a sound like when a baby sees uh, sees the dad's face every day and hears Dada. Everyone say Dada every time the baby sees that face. So soon enough, it starts to get, okay, when I see this face, I'm going to say Dada. I'm going to make this sound. So the moment the baby makes sound, now it can, now it knows it, well, I mean... I know it could it could hear, but I'm just saying, when the baby for the first time makes the sound by itself and hears its own voice, it's like the first time you hear your own recording of your voice, you're like, God damn, that's what I sound like? It's like, okay, now you're aware of audio feedback, so now you know this image is this sound, and this is how you say that sound. But now it's like, well, what if I want to share this image? So now you draw it down. That's why most languages all started off as pictographs, images, right? And then it, we, you, we broke down those patterns. And this is what I'm saying. I don't know how we fucking made language. Like, we don't know. But it had to involve all these things for it to even happen. So anyways, let me just keep reading. Among wrong consciousness, there are those which are mistaken with respect to shape, color, activity, entity, number, time, and size. A sense consciousness to which a firebrand appears to be a wheel is mistaken with respect to shape. That to which a white conch appears as yellow or a white snow mountain appears as blue is mistaken with respect to color. That to which trees appear to be moving is mistaken with respect to activity. That to which the one moon appears double is mistaken with respect to number. And the sense consciousness to which falling hairs appear is mistaken with respect to an entity. If one dreams at night that 
it is daytime and the sun is shining, the mind is mistaken with respect to time. If one is on a vast plain and looks off into the distance, large things will appear small and small ones large. This is error with respect to size. Any consciousness that takes a clear appearance of a non-existent as its apprehended object is a mistaken consciousness. However, not everyone agrees that all such are wrong consciousness Stating as exceptions such minds as the meditative stabilization on ugliness, in which one sees the whole area as unpleasant, or the meditative stabilization on the earth totality, or the water totality, in which one sees nothing but earth or water. It is said that if one meditates strongly even on something that is not true through the power of increasing familiarity, one can come to have a non-conceptual clear appearance of it. These meditative stabilizations just cited have such a clear appearance of a non-existent. However, according to some scholars, there are not wrong consciousness. However, according to some scholars, they are not wrong consciousness. That they have a clear appearance of a non-existent is stated in the root text of Dharmakirti's commentary, the Compendium on Prime Cognition. Okay. Also, Later on in the same text, Dharmakirti says, The remainder are polluted, with the referent of remainder being the same meditative stabilizations, and polluted meaning that they are polluted by causes of error, as the line is explained by K. Drup Rinbochai in his great commentary. Moreover, Later in Kedrop's commentary on this, he asks, Are these meditative stabilizations on only earth, water, and so forth not yogic direct perceivers? And answers his own question, No, they are not. They are awareness which through the force of meditation have a clear appearance of the aspect of the object. They are non-conceptual consciousness, but because they are mistaken, they are not yogic direct perceivers. There is also a sutra which seems to indicate that such meditative stabilizations are mistaken. Thus, in dependence on such sources, it would seem that meditative stabilizations on ugliness, the earth totality, water totality, and so forth, have to be considered non-conceptual mistaken consciousness. At this time of teaching about prime cognition, we are mainly speaking of the Sotrantika system according to which non-conceptual mistaken consciousness and non-conceptual wrong consciousness are synonymous. Thus, if one is willing to say that these meditative stabilizations are mistaken, one has also to say they are wrong. However, okay, this seems like a, like, just... Complete like Paul versus Peter type of disciples arguing over should we do this or that. But 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 this is for like Buddhists, Tibetan Buddhists. This is interesting. However, Chandrakirti says in his supplement to the Middle Way that these meditative stabilizations on ugliness, the earth totality, and so forth are cases of taking an unreality to mind for a specific purpose such as suppressing desire. Thus, when teaching about Madhyamika, teachers usually say that these meditative stabilizations are not wrong consciousness but just unreal mental applications. Alright, I'm going to stop there because it's just, just, okay. But, I was, um, I 
was trying to... So on the drive there, it was like... Okay, so you have... So you have all these different layers. You have all these different masks, right? And, you know, Joseph Campbell's famous book, The Hero with a Thousand Faces... I mean, what else would we do, though? If, if let's say, each of us are a fractal of the light, of God, of Source, we are the universe, and, you know, we are the universe experiencing itself through the apertures in your eyes. So it's like, okay, if that's the case, so then... We understand that, okay, this ego, this character, this body, this avatar is, you know, is just temporary. And in order to continue the show, we have to get along. We have to, you know, continue having babies, of course, if that's what we want to if we all agree to stop this show, then, well, then that's that. But, so, this, this is what I'm saying. The whole process is what makes us human. It's, it's, a, it's, um, oh my god. This one quote I, I, I just heard, like, the other day. It was like, God is playing in the playground and he has forgotten um, who he is. <laughs> you never go full potato. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. It's God. It's the self, the capital S self, the universe, whatever you want to call it. That's playing all these different parts. Because why not? What else? If consciousness is about experience. And experience, you have all these five senses. But something inside you is the one that's trying to experience all these things. In this three-dimensional uh, world of matter. And so, yeah. If you get punched, it will hurt. If you get betrayed, it will hurt. If you get, I don't know, if you get stabbed, it will hurt. If you, if you make a mistake, there will be consequences. Like, this video game we're in is very very real and it's like why do we sleep at night like this is one of the best like, like this is one of the more I've I've never I've never heard this explanation before, but I kind of like it because they say one reason for sleeping is we let our body um, recharge because we're just laying there still and our body temperature drops, so the negative ions from, well, I mean, back in the day when we would lay on the ground, we were, we were basically grounding, we were basically recharging our avatar bodies, so that when we got up, when the light, when the sun came up, we could go about do, do shit, you know, with our bodies, but it's like, I don't know. We have stopped taking care of these bodies the way I'm sure we 
probably knew how to do all that back in the day, but I'm sure there are, you know, still indigenous people who know all their ancient ways of healing and stuff and medicine, so... It really does make me wonder sometimes. Um, I think humans definitely or some humans definitely did not come from this planet because if you look at cities mankind has built these tall skyscrapers that are just silver monoliths in the sky. It's like, um, have you seen anything else in nature that, I don't know, that (laughs) looks anything like that? It's like, that looks, in fact, that is what looks alien on this planet. Just skyscrapers jutting out from the land it's like the tower of babel was like okay you guys came and fucked us but we proved you wrong now look at all these towers we can build that touch the sky it's like okay we've proven our point i think but i think what is going on inside the human being is mm, I don't know if it's from this planet or if it was because it just it just doesn't or at least just this modern way of living right now it was it's definitely not guided by um, people who would live on this planet I don't know I think there were probably certain races, groups of people that were already on this planet. I don't know, man. All this stuff about uh, blue-blooded reptilians and... All these elites having blue blood and all this type of shit. And look, it could just be bullshit they're feeding from up top to us donkeys who work for them down here. But I mean, if aliens do exist, I don't see why that would be so hard to they came they fucked around with some of the races okay they produced all these um giants and abominations so then god said "Mm, no i'm gonna i'm gonna start fresh again because these guys fucked it up so then you have the flood story and all these different myths and you know, that's, okay, let's start again, and once again, I feel like something else came and is trying to run the show right now, and I think all these stories about their the teachers returning I think, again, once again, it will be God will, or whatever, the good aliens will come back and save humans again. Or that's the story. It's like, there are slave master aliens on this planet running the show right now. In Christianity, you can say it's Lucifer, who was kicked down from heaven on, on Earth, and now it's basically the kingdom of Lucifer is planet earth right now 
the dark side, you know, is being run by the dark side or the bad aliens, the reptilians or whatever, and and the good aliens, the the, the good gods will come back to to free us, redeem us, save us, all these messiahs and all it's the same fucking story. It's the same fucking story. I mean, you know what, if, if, if all this stuff is real, and, and, you know, Jesus, Buddha, Muhammad, whatever, they, all these messiahs, if they actually came back down from the sky, because they said, you know, Jesus ascended into the clouds, so it's like, when he comes back, they say he'll come back the same way, on, on, on the mount of, uh, where he took off from, he would land back, and that's where the whole fucking dome of the rock is, because that's where Jesus, Muhammad, and and the Jewish Messiah are all supposed to return on. That's why that's such a big deal. And if that is, and if this Messiah is an alien Messiah or whatever, then yeah, America is very interested. In supporting Israel because it's all about location, geography. If the aliens said they were going to come back over here, then we better be the first in line to negotiate with them or whatever. And <laughs> look, man, I'm going way into the bunny hole. I'm, I'm, I'm just going off of my imagination, okay? So that's one side of the story, alright? Then you have China, <laughs> alright? China, on the other hand, right now, is... Most likely gonna be the next superpower for however long we'll see. But most likely, it's it's already been done, man. Like America is, the, like this is my humble opinion, my own opinion. But I think Biden and these fuckers already know it. This is this is basically what they do and transfer of power. The the ones who used to be um, in charge go to the new fuckers, and they they're in bed together. Basically, they work together, and and like you know all the stuff they're ta saying about Biden's son working in China and whatnot. Cause yeah, it's it's all we think it's all about democracy and government and this and that. Motherfuckers, like it's all a show, man. <laughs> it's all a fucking show. Come on, man. Are you for real? It's just... Look, it's it's all old old families. It's all old money. All this stuff is just, is just fronts, man. The government is just a front. They're just the tax collectors now. The governments have no power. They're just the tax collectors. Alright? All this stuff is going to come out, man. The Pope, the Vatican, the Church, the Royals, Epstein's, the elites, all these cocksuckers. It's all going to come out, man. But here's the thing. It's like, if it does come out, there will be revolutions. If there are revolutions, there will have to be new leaders. If there are new leaders, there will have to be new laws, new policies, new whatever. And then it's it's just the same cycle, but it's like it's like animal farm. Do we just repeat the same thing? It's just we the pigs kill the farmers and then become the the farmers themselves. We turn into the things we hate and it's like I mean, honestly, we've done all this doom and gloom and 
you know, oh, we're humans or the virus of this planet and blah, 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 blah. We've done all this shit. World War One, World War Two, the Holocaust, fucking, we've done fucked up shit. Yes, we all know how bad we are. We all know how bad we can be. Yes, yes, yes. Like, women can be bad, kids can be bad, men can be bad. Like, everybody's bad. Everyone's trying to be bad. Like, everyone's trying to prove they're bad, motherfuckers. It's like, okay, we get it. Everyone's a badass motherfucker. Okay, we get it. Everyone's a badass motherfucker. Everyone's a badass motherfucker. We're still playing the ego game. We're still playing the mask. This is my mask. Get off my fucking property. Get out of my space. I mean, yeah, I get it. We we need... We need our space, but we also need... Friends. And community. <laughs> And competition and justice and fairness. But we all come from different perspectives, different backgrounds. We're all wearing different lenses. Now, you know, so then someone says well I got a solution here everyone put on these glasses so we will all be looking at the same thing so we can be all on the same page but then people say well I want to do what I want to do I want to see what I want to see I want to go where I want to go so then okay so then we go back to that then it's like well this is too much. I can't handle this. I need some help. Blah, 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 blah. So then it's like, come back. It's, you, do you understand what I'm saying? We're, we're constantly going, I can be an individual. I don't need no fucking community telling me what to do. But then you go out, be an individual long enough, you're like, um... I'm nihilistic and depressed and I hate my job, I hate my life, I have no friends. All I do is eat, all I do is watch porn and jack off. It's like, well, yeah, so now you need community. You need some, you had your, you need balance, this is what you need. You need some time to yourself, but you also need to go just do shit with people have a community because that's the dilemma of humans i think it's it's we have this one side <clears throat> we all know or some of us are still unconscious of it but it will we'll definitely wake up to it because that's exactly what it is it's your shadow is like a snake and if you don't pay attention it will bite you in the ass so you start to wake up to all of these things inside yourself and you realize that there's this really dark side in me but then there's this also this other bright side that I um, look up to as my ideal self image whatever God that's what I keep trying to run to, but then this other side keeps holding me back. It's like, and I'm stuck in between. <clears throat> and yeah, sometimes I just want to go full potato into my animal side. And then... After a while, I start feeling guilty that, you know, I'm, I'm there in the mud, sleeping with pigs, eating with pigs, living with pigs, smelling like pigs. 
then I'm like, holy shit, man. Even my father's servants lived better than, better than this shit. So why do we keep playing this game? It's like this. It's just. It's like we all know the path is straight and narrow, and we keep falling off into the gutter on either side. <clears throat> and it's like I don't know. Some people, I guess, choose to lay in the gutter and cry. And those are the types of people who get <sighs> kidnapped, stolen, human trafficked, raped, abused. These are the types of people who who become the victim for real. The boy who cried wolf for real the day the wolf showed up. Guess what happened to the boy? He got fucked. Versus let's say the ones on the other side, let's say the the older brother from the from the prodigal son story. The older brother goes Man, this cocksucker blew his inheritance and you're throwing him a party while I hear, I'm here busting my ass every day doing the right thing and you can't even give me blah, 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 blah. And then... <laughs> what, <laughs> what, did the, what did the father say? He said, motherfucker, everything that is mine is yours. We all play different. We all like wearing this different masks. I think it comes down to attention. As kids, when we weren't given the right type of attention when we were looking for it we grow up as adults and wear different masks to get that attention that we lacked but here's the thing man it's 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 for me at least I think there's both of them. I mean, for me, I think it's the whole thing. The whole process is you. The path, the two sides, the character walking on the path, the sky above. This whole thing you are experiencing you are experiencing inside yourself. If you close your eyes, it's dark now. What's going on inside your head now? Open your eyes, let there be light. And that is why Genesis chapter 1 and God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God said that the light was good. It's consciousness, man. Consciousness is light. Matter is 
is the feminine. Water. Matter and water go hand in hand. Matter, water, light, earth. <laughs> All the five elements, man. Is this is the basic foundations of of conscious or the basic requirements. Hmm. Requirements or yeah, basic requirements for consciousness, for awareness. Earth, fire, wind, water, and ether, spirit. Which is all over the universe. That's what they're trying to call dark matter. It's, it's ether. It's the energy flowing through this universe. <sighs> Alright. Let's leave it at that. Peace.